Welcome to the My Buddy Green podcast. I'm Jason Wachab, founder and co-CEO of My Buddy Green, and your host. Hey guys, hope everyone is doing okay. Today we are in for another treat in this special edition. Um, we have my good friend, a phenomenal meditation teacher, MBG class instructor. Make sure to check out his classes in the show notes. And one of my just all-time favorite people, Light Watkins. Light, how are you doing, man? I'm doing well. I'm, I'm excited to be here on the planet during this time. So <laughs> I'm doing well. The, I, I like the perspective. I like this perspective. So, you know, as a as a meditation teacher, as someone who I consider to be a, a spiritual leader, you know, how, how are you making sense of all this? Well, I think, um, you know, my, my basic uh, uh, understanding of, of life in general is that it's that, it's that very popular uh, quote that we see on Instagram, which is things happen uh, for us, not not so much to us. And if we just take that that mindset that this is there's an opportunity here um, to learn from some of this. For some of us, it'll, the opportunity is to just slow down. You know, for others of us, the opportunity is to step up and become a leader in our community or to look at all the ways in our life that we are um, not strengthening our immune system and our financial health and all the other different aspects that are now being exposed. I mean, I think when we come out of the other side of this, which we all are um, in in one way or another, we're going to be a lot stronger and we're going to be a lot, we're going to hopefully adopt a lot more sustainable lifestyle habits and, uh, and, you know, as a meditation teacher for many, many years, you know, meditation is kind of seen as this has been treated like this sort of, you know, uh, luxury or this, this recreational thing that you do if you have time to do it. And, you know, that you see this in corporations, you see this even with people just in their personal life. But now I think, uh, now after this is over with, people are going to start treating practices like meditation and exercise and yoga and drinking water and eating healthier they're going to start treating that right up there with the other high priority items like where am i investing my money and where am i investing my time because now we're starting to see the side effects of being negligent in a lot of those areas and you know i'm not blaming anyone or anything it's just it's i think it's a good thing in that way that we we now have kind of refocused ourselves back on what's really important and um and while money and success is, is you know, it's going to help us pay the bills, um, there are these sort of, you know, healthcare goals that I think are now going to start to make their way into everyone's list of the most important things to take care of in their life. So that's exciting to me. So you mentioned how we invest our time. So how are you investing <laughs> your time these days, given there's a lot more of it? Well, you know, what's interesting is I, I decided to go nomadic a couple of years ago, and I literally got rid of, I, I sold off all of my stuff. I had a two-bedroom apartment in Santa Monica, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm 40, so that's kind of a, that's an extreme thing for someone my age to do. Um, and I've been traveling around the world, uh, teaching people meditation, leading retreats, and wor- working on writing projects. And so when you're traveling like that, you kind of have to figure out how to stay in a routine, even though you're staying in a hotel one week or at an Airbnb another week or with a friend. And so I've been training in my hotel rooms. I've been 
sourcing, you know, good food, healthy food on the road. And, and once you start to get the rhythm down, it becomes easier and easier. So to be perfectly honest with you, Jason, it doesn't, it's not much different than what I'm, this, this quarantine life, this social isolation life is really not much different when you as you know, when you write uh, books, you spend a lot of time on your own. So you kind of get sure. used to that. And uh, of course, meditation is always happening in the background. And so what's happening is I'm getting a bigger demand from people who want more tools. So I'm having to um, send, you know, disseminate that information more widely. And, and that's also a good thing. That's basically what I've been waiting for all these years is more people reaching out wanting to know about meditation and being sincere about it. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to help people um, and to give people accessible tools because I think that's needed more now than ever before. Something that people can relate to, something that they can do right now. And um, I'm seeing, you know, so many, I, I'm sure I'm in a bit of a bubble in my social media feeds, but I'm seeing a lot of uh, people talking about that in a very, um, direct way and it's it's just exciting to be a part of that conversation so for someone listening who's you know struggling a little bit with you know working from home with the anxiety that comes with the news feed and some of the numbers and you know there, there's just so much uncertainty and that, and that look that's tough how, how can we take that time take that uncertainty and use this as an opportunity for for spiritual growth i think it's a great time to curate your news feed since we don't <laughs> have since we don't have a lot of interaction in person with other people then you know taking a, a day or an evening to just go through your your friend count or your follower count and just see you know do a little assessment find out what your priorities are if your priorities are to be inspired or to be led or to be a leader um, you know, go through and see, is this person contributing to my priorities or are they kind of, uh, putting a damper on my priorities and just, just, uh, create the type of environment, the, the social environment that you want to have online so that you feel supported, so that you feel inspired, so that you feel optimistic. Cause I think those emotions are so important right now because anything that drains you or that makes you fall into a negative space it, it doesn't help your immune system. And I think the most important thing is keeping your immune system strong so that even if you did come, a, come into contact with the coronavirus, your, your body will be able to, um, to counterattack it uh, successfully. And then eventually you become immune to it and, and, and that or resilient to it. So yeah, I think anything, any news that is not, helping you to become stronger in your, in the fight against this the spread of this virus I don't, I don't, it's not worth having on your news feed so I would say that that's one uh, immediate thing that we can do and then also just staying connected with the people in real life whether it's through FaceTime or Skype or you know whatever tools that you want to use those people who are not um, instigating or inciting, or alarming, you know, the, the alarmist type friends. We want to minimize um, that conversation. I'm not saying cut anybody off, but maybe just speak openly and say, hey, look, I'm not really interested in hearing all the worst case scenarios that, you know, in, in our conversations, let's focus on other things. 
And in that way, you can kind of become more of a leader in your own community. And and because sometimes people don't realize how alarmist they're being um, until someone points it out. And so I think being a good friend is uh, is is letting someone know, hey, look, you're scaring people. You're you know, it's not that you know your intentions are good. You want to help us be, be informed. But there's not just bad things happening in the world. There's also good things. I have a friend who started this newsletter called the Good Newsletter. His name is George Peterson. And um, so he sends this newsletter out. And in fact, he started it just before this whole thing happened. And he sends out whatever positive news he finds in the world just to give people another another side of, of the news that we don't typically get from watching television or reading headlines about positive things that are happening. And, you know, when you read it, his last one was about puppies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when you read it, you feel good, you know, and, and it's the opposite experience of when you watch the uh, the news, where you feel kind of like, you know, like this thing is is like a bad movie. So, yeah, I think I think just taking those kind of micro steps in our own community, and and I'm not saying tune anything out. I'm just saying minimize, minimize what's not serving your health and maximize what is serving your health. So what do you do when, you know, look, you're human, you have bad days, you have bad moments. Sometimes you get stressed. Like wh what do you do? Do you have a routine? Do you have a specific toolkit that you go to when you're just having one of those moments? I like to, I need to exercise. I think movement is really important. Getting fresh air is really important. Um, sunlight, you know, being at, being out being outdoors, and uh, being in nature. So whenever I'm feeling a little bit stagnant, which I do from time to time, I try to get out into nature as much as possible. And you know, this whole thing with being socially distant doesn't mean you can't go outside and be in nature. So I, I recommend doing that. I recommend drinking a lot of water. I recommend eating whole foods so that you know. All these things are what they're doing is they're making you feel more aligned and and more connected, not just to other people, but to your own life and to your own body and to your own mind. And then once you get connected in that way, you're able to kind of tap into your own body's intelligence, also known as our intuition, a lot easier. And you can hear, you can feel the nudges and hear the internal guidance that we all have access to. But it's just that when, when it's cluttered up with with stress and uh, worry, we can't hear it as well. And and that can help to give us a sense of purpose and a, and a, and a mission because that inner guidance may be saying, hey, you go do a go little, do a live stream and talk about, you know, this topic to help people. Because ultimately, there are a lot more people in the world who need help. And I think that when we're being of service, it makes us feel the most useful. And, um, and that can be really nourishing, not just for the body, but also for the spirit. And, and I think that's what we need now is more things that are spiritually, spiritually nurture, nur nourishing. I love that. I'm a big fan of getting outside and walking in nature. And so what about, I'm curious, one thing that's, that's, you know, definitely helping Colleen and I is, is gratitude. And, you know, what role does gratitude play for you right now? Um, I think gratitude is probably the most important thing because operating from that space, again, it, it, it helps you to kind of get beyond the victim 
mentality, which is, I think it's so easy to slip into that, especially if you are personally affected by, you know, the coronavirus, somebody in your family, or maybe you're experiencing some symptoms, or maybe there's been, you know, a worst case scenario, death or something like that. And, uh, and so if there's something that we can't control, right, then I think coming from a place of gratitude and, and just trying to tap into this idea that there's something here to be grateful for, no matter what it looks like on the outside, it can kind of keep us more in the present moment. And when we can stay in the present moment, we tend to worry less and we tend to experience less anxiety. Anxiety feeds off of future uh, fear and things that are going to be happening around the corner and speculating. But the thing is, do you need to pause for a second? Are you good? I'm all good. You hear my, okay. you hear the little kids yeah. in the background. This is, this is, this is the age it's of social life. distancing when in, in lieu of the live interview in our beautiful soundproof podcast studio, you hear our three-year-old Everything. Ellie. Okay. It's, it's the world we live in now. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the, the, the present moment is, is fed by gratitude. And so, the richest information about what's going to happen tomorrow or in the future is going to be sourced from the present moment. So the more we can stay connected to that moment through ha- living from a space of gratitude, I think the, the more intelligent decisions we'll be able to make individually as well as collectively. And so you mentioned anxiety and you know the fear of, of the future. And look, that that's very real. Mm-hmm. Um, could you walk us through, maybe share any meditations that are resonating with you right now for, for people? Well, you know, interesting. I'm glad you brought up the gratitude because I think, you know, we, it, for those of us who are kind of holed up in our apartments with our with kids and with a family, um, we may want to start modeling the space of gratitude for for those of us who, who are depending on us to kind of show them the way. And I think gratitude is a really great meditation exercise that you can do with kids and they don't have to necessarily sit there with their eyes closed and their back straight or anything like that. You can kind of bring everybody into a room, uh, ideally a distraction free room, meaning turn the television off and have everyone put their gadgets away for just a moment and just spend five or 10 minutes in that room taking turns and just talking about something that you're grateful for and not just listing stuff, but talking about why you're grateful for that thing and being specific about whatever that is and going around the circle and letting everybody take a turn and say something and then going to the next person and just maybe repeating that three or four or five times so that by the end, everyone has said something that they're great about five things that they're grateful for. And I think that's a really great way to just stay grounded and stay centered in the moment and to kind of lift people's spirits because it's so easy to forget that there are some good things happening right now. There is some positivity happening right now and, and that we don't need to focus all of our attention on things that are way out of our control. I love it. And you know what the beauty of that is, you know, even if you don't have kids, get on FaceTime, get on That's social. Right. You can do that with anyone. That's right. That's right. So yeah. 
my last question any any words of wisdom any advice for people out there listening who you know they're just struggling right now want to be uh more in tune want to be more connected just you know they're they're they're, they're trying right now they're today it's their shot right now mm -hmm. i would say to just take a moment and pull out a sheet of paper or something to write on and just start brainstorming about different ways that you can help somebody there's somebody out there who's 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 not in a not even in the position you're in and it may be an elderly person who doesn't have access to fresh food and they need some you know they need someone to help them order a postmates or help them figure all that out so they can start to systemize their needs it could be a younger person who is looking for someone to kind of help them understand what's going on in a very simple way. It could be a friend who's, you know, just broke up with their partner just before all this happened. And now they're sitting in isolation, stewing over all of the, you know, worst things that have happened. And so I think, I really do think making ourselves useful and of service to others is the best way to kind of lift our own spirits and to get out of that space of of um, negativity and and the great thing about it is that there's no shortage of opportunities to do that i mean you just we just have to literally make it intentional and put some thought to it and it may not seem like you know your your efforts are up there with gandhi or, or martin luther king but it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't matter we can just do small things it's just it now is the time for the small acts of kindness, um, those things, those will accumulate. And I think if you can focus on maybe doing two or three small things every day, it can give you a really great way to sort of make it through the day if you're struggling. And um, and maybe maybe you'll start a movement out of that. I love it. Amen. Amen. Light. Thank you so much. Thank you for being the bright light that you are and all that you do. And it's good to hear your voice, man. 100%, man. Thank you for all that you do. Keep putting out uh, that wonderful wellness content to help people. And uh, if you need anything else, you'll let me know. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for tuning in. Sending virtual hugs and gratitude.